0: Julie.
1: Hey, Julie.
0: Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast that is about Big Brother for two more weeks. My name is Brett.
1: I'm Danielle.
0: Danielle, what's going on?
1: (laughs) So the biggest change in my (laughs) life recently is that I am what you would call an extreme casual uh, watcher of Big Brother. So by that, I mean, not only have I stopped watching feeds, but I also... Only watched one episode this week, which was Thursday nights. <sighs> That's
0: fine. I mean, yeah. I watched I watched more than that. And uh I mean nothing really happened. Thursday night. When Julie said last week, oh, by the way, we're doing another another double eviction and uh it's gonna be two hours long. I was like, What? Why? Why in the world do we need it yeah. to be it seems like you guys kinda got it in fine in in uh 40-something minutes last week.
1: Right.
0: Uh, and I actually, for a minute, for a hot minute, I actually kind of admired, I-, I thought it was actually a response to who knows what the real reason was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they didn't have an extra episode of, of Bull, of Really Run a Bull <laughs> lined up or Bob Hart's Alvashola. Oh, man. Um, I thought it was actually a response to something we, complained about a bit where it was like all right so we're kind of waiting for the game to start waiting for the game to start waiting for it to get to final six and then we're just going to get rid of everybody in two nights Mm -hmm. like where's the gameplay going to be and i actually thought we got we got an extended jury segment many jury segments yeah
1: we sure did
0: but i thought it was at, at least a bit of an attempt to get you know a bit of strategizing showing what's going on with this dynamic rather than this dynamic of six people who are all really excellent players rather than what we normally get on a double eviction where it's like all right here's 4 minutes of like uh oh are they actually going to vote out claire or maybe not and then right. we have to just do competitions the rest of the time so we did get a, a lot of segments with the cast and and I guess you have to tip their hat a little bit because we were complaining about are we just not going to see anybody strategizing or doing anything this week. And they showed right. us that.
1: Yeah, they definitely did. Um, did it help anything? I don't know. No, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um What did you think about, well, well, first of all, let's just get it out of the way.
0: You, you can't, you can't get it out of the way. It's burned into my retinas.
1: It's really, it's burning up something fierce. Okay. This week, this is related. This week, Nicki Minaj tweeted
0: that oh.
1: her friend, her her her, no, her cousin, cousin's her cousin's balls. friend, yeah, their balls got enlarged from the COVID nineteen vaccine, and that's just one of the reasons why she has not gotten it yet. She wants to do her own research, right? Yeah. So I think we as a collective had the image.
0: amongst us isn't done, (laughs) hasn't just pulled out some medical journals and gotten some spreadsheets and just studied.
1: Do your own research. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that? I'm sure we (laughs) all have that capability and the time, um, the interest. Sure. But the image of those just like... Magnificently large balls <laughs> on her <laughs> cousin's Her cousins. Well, there's no friend. images
0: of them, right? <laughs> well,
1: uh, uh, you have to picture them. Mental she image. Just, yeah, mental image. Okay, all right. Burned into our brains. But you know what else is equally burned into our brains? <laughs> is Julie Chen Moonvez's outfit from last night.
0: Julie Chen's outfit from last night is also causing a public health breakdown.
1: Yes. <laughs> Julie Chen's outfit of faith was in the system. not researched. <laughs> not researched at all. Um, it, it, I mean, we got a lot of tweets about this outfit and they're all valid. Let me, I let me actually read some first. She <laughs>
0: exclaimed, like, literally, the show starts with her being, a Two house guests will ho- go home tonight. Like, literally, she's the first frame of the show. Yes. And I exclaimed out loud, This was such. A wild Joker from the movie Joker outfit.
1: Yeah, it, sh- she is becoming the Joker, the Joker of Christianity. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> she the is she the devil?
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's Bezelbub. So we got like from Mar- Marcella the left phalange. Oh, Julie Chan Moonvez is unhinged, unhinged. I believe that was probably about the outfit. Um, Babu Yakshit said, can't wait to hear. Uh, Hey, Julie's thoughts on Julie's outfit tonight. Manned Moments wants to know why was it lace and zebra and leather? Really getting all the textures in there. Um, We, you know, it's just an outfit that is absolutely lighting up the Internet. I mean, Met Gala, who? No one's selling those outfits anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Why wasn't Kim Kardashian wearing a zebra print top with mesh sleeves and a sort of like leather vest?
1: I, yeah, so it's, with, I believe I it is a jacket. Jeggings? <laughs> yes, I insisted to Brett before we started recording. I insisted that she is not wearing black jeans. They, Though they may look like black jeans, they are, in fact, jeggings. And I can tell because of the way they are pulling at her ankle and the loose looser fit behind the knee. Listen, that's not me being a judgy-wudgy. I have jeggings as well. But I don't know if I would wear them to host the show. I'm getting millions of dollars to host. I don't know. Maybe I would put on real jeans, especially because Julie Chen's keeping it tight. She doesn't need to wear jeggings. She doesn't. Maybe I, she's having I, a day where she felt she needed it. But
0: ultimately, I will defer to you on this one. Like this is your expertise here. But I I have a very nice monitor. I have this image blown up large. I, <laughs> I, it seems on the back foot. It's like a regular jean <laughs> hem. It Doesn't seem like it. Are, are jeggings? Do they have elastic? Are they elastic at the yeah, ankle? Yeah,
1: well, they're stretch. They're so stretchy, right? So that's um, what I'm saying. If you look yeah. closely at the at the looseness behind the knee and the up and the lower thigh, and then down towards the ankle, this is a jegging material. This is not a jean. Jeans have less stretch. They're less giving.
0: There's only one show that could really (laughs) get to the bottom of this cold case, and it premieres on CBS this fall. It stars William Peterson and Mark Helgenberger.
1: It's CSI Las Vegas. Yeah! (laughs) Who are you, Julie Chen (laughs) Moonbez? So let me just... Okay, yeah. So it is a black, obviously black and white, zebra print shirt, sleeveless shirt... There so is we, a- where do the,
0: where do the questions, where does the lace sleeves come from? Are they coming from the zebra shirt or are they coming from the vest or are they separate? <laughs> is there such a thing as ornamental sleeves? You just roll up oh, the sleeves yes. like you're a sh- like a shooting sleeve in the NBA.
1: There are, but this is a jacket. So it's a jacket that is leather on the body. So leather as you would say, a vest, but those, the lace is attached to the leather jacket. So those are sleeves. They're part of the jacket because there's a little bit of lace on the shoulders. They also, she has also chosen to pop the collar on the leather. It's sort (laughs) of a
0: like in the jacket. It's like, imagine (laughs) if it didn't have lace sleeves and it was a full leather jacket, it would be a bit of like a Tony Gabagool, a (laughs) kind of jacket
1: i mean this is a dan flashes outfit
0: oh Uh, yeah this this outfit went for like fourteen hundred dollars at dan flashes
1: yeah it is very complicated so
0: complicated yeah
1: (laughs) and she's also wearing her cross necklace of course and a snake necklace a taylor swift shout out perhaps
0: we no i mean we said earlier on the show she might be the Joker in the Bible universe.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. The most famous snake <laughs> the, of all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this outfit is very confusing. I will say it It maybe is the most confounding outfit of the season. And for that, at least it's slightly more interesting. So I give it a hot. Whoa.
0: <laughs> wow. This is an absolute not for me.
1: <laughs> this
0: You see this and you're like this person. Hey, you know what? Everybody, mental health, get your mental health in order. I, yes. don't, I don't judge. Of I deal with my own struggles. Yes. But this is a person who's struggling and cannot rein it in. Oh, yes. I'm scared. This is a not. This is a total stay away from me.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it really got the people talking though. <laughs> so it, attention is the new economy, you know.
0: Spe- speaking of people talking, breaking news here
1: mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yes.
0: It is um, twelve forty-five Pacific time, as we tape this. Davon Rogers tweets thirty-two minutes ago. <laughs> oh no, this is the wrong one. Oh. She's going on, She's going crazy. She's going crazy. Here it is, forty-four minutes ago. You all know what I can't. What smell I can't stand. The inside of Cold Stone—it's too much.
1: <laughs> whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! How back do we feel up, about Cold Davon. Stone? <laughs> back up, Davon. Don't say something in the heat of the moment that you can't take back. You know, I like a Cold Stone. Um, I can't say that it's my favorite <laughs> ice cream facility in the U.S. We don't have them here in Canada.
0: I mean, who goes out to get ice cream anymore?
1: Yeah. It's, it's just, um, it's very, it's also a novelty shop, you know, because they're like chopping it up like you're at a... About, no, they're like, chopping it up, yeah. <laughs> like, it, like it's, what's that restaurant? It starts it's like beef. Benihana's for us. Benihana's, yeah, exactly. They're chopping it up. They're singing. I, I, they're very talented, but I don't know if I need the whole show, dinner and a show.
0: Yeah, I mean, now in LA, we have the we have salt and straw. Oh, yeah We have Jenny's. We have these very expensive ice creameries that there are lines out the door for. If you want to get a scoop, two scoops for you and your 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 partner,
1: yeah, thirteen bucks. Oh yeah, easily, <laughs> easily.
0: Jenny's, which was close to where I used to live, fourteen bucks, like seven dollars, wow. seven dollars for a scoop and a cone. Yeah, and. I I know inflation is a thing, but this is ridiculous and people are waiting in line. Who waits in line for ice cream?
1: I, yeah, I can't relate. Get it together, people. I can't relate because also there's just, there are not a lot of ice cream only shops here in Toronto. I'm (laughs) sure that makes sense because it's not warm here much. So people aren't really craving that kind of treat.
0: Are they sort of pop-ups or is it sort of like a, a, like a cart scenario where like a guy is just walking in with a cart full of ice cream? No. Like the There's, Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. character in the film adaptation. That kind of, of hustle culture
1: doesn't seem to exist here. You're, you're not finding a lot of even like street meats.
0: Oh, well, I mean, you gotta, it would be nice to have a warm street meet in the, in the middle of the woods
1: Listen, I have to tell you the hot dog quality in Canada is very low.
0: I actually Very had a question well. about I actually had a question about Canada mm-hmm. that I meant to ask you and it was this was a planned diversion on my uh, on my part. Okay. You got your boots on the ground. Yes. You got a big election coming up this week. Can oh, yes. you tell us what's at stake, who the major players are, what's going on? Yes. Uh and you know, tell us tell us what we should be watching out for cuz so, in America I <sighs> didn't even know about it until like
1: I mean, Barry,
0: Barry O was like, good luck to Justin on next (laughs) Tuesday. I'm like, what's going on?
1: Yes. So I really can't blame you because um, the elections in Canada and keep in mind, this is the first election I've actually been Canadian election. I've actually been present in Canada for in many years, but um they don't seem to be that big a deal here either, because what how it works is, I mean, in this way, it's kind of nice. The prime minister calls the election and then it's like it's six weeks, you know, it's that's it. It's not two years of endless campaigning with like a million different candidates. There's five, I think, big part parties that are big enough to be like considered. There's the liberal party, which is Justin Trudeau. The Conservative Party, which is, you know, the more right party, even though, yeah, even though the leader of that party is trying to, like, pretend like he leans more left to get, you know, get those liberal Uh, fence sitters. Then there's the NDP, which is, like, even more left than the liberals. Oh, okay, yeah. Then there's the Bloc Québécois. And their whole thing is... <laughs> they, they want
0: independence.
1: They, yeah, they want us to secede. <laughs> so they're like Texas, I guess, or I don't know. Who wants us to secede? And doesn't Texas want us to uh, secede? It
0: depends who's the... Pre- yeah, like now it's Texas. And then, you know, when the next fascist becomes uh, president of, of the United States, it'll be California and Washington that want us to secede. Just right. depends. Depends who's in the White House that month.
1: Yeah. So... So there's that. And then there's the Green Party, which are that they're interested in, obviously, eco friendly environmentalism.
0: So you have three progressive parties, mm-hmm. a, one conservative party, and one party that's just like, we don't even want to be in Canada
1: anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the major and there's ones.
0: There's dozens of us. Dozens.
1: Yes. <laughs> and there's like, I mean, there's a bunch of other parties, but they're just not, you know, in Canada, anything can be a party. There's tons of parties. Um, you just you don't hear about them as much because they're they don't have as many uh members. But so here's an example of how much I know about <laughs> the election. <laughs> which the election is, it's yes, you are week. correct. No, it's next week, it's on it's on Monday. Oh um, the 20th. And uh, there were debates. Did I know there were debates? No. I saw a a day later, I saw, here's what you missed at the debates last night. And I said, what? (laughs) There were (laughs) debates? And then I I was like, I was curious, because, you know, debates in the states, when there's, whether it's the Republican or Democratic Party, usually there's some hot little zingers or there's some funny moments. Or there's something interesting. I actually like to watch the debates in the States. I looked and it was like, it was, like I can't even tell you what, what the hell happened because it was pretty much just like these Canadian press (laughs) stories are like the, the candidates each made many salad points (laughs) are not salient points. They took turns sharing their views <laughs> like this. <laughs> like, there's no, like no one has any good, lo- people need better speechwriters or something. I don't know. It just seems very, it's very tame.
0: Um, I'm just, I'm just very interested in the Quebec quad block where yes. it's like, all right, how do we feel about uh, gun control, marijuana in Canada? Should we legalize marijuana? And everyone's like, yes, no. And one guy's like, what? I think, is that (laughs) Quebec should be its own country, and we'll have a separate debate then about whether or not we want to legalize marijuana. I mean,
1: pretty much. That's what I'm guessing. (laughs) As I said, I did not watch the debates. I don't know what...
0: One final question. Yes. Sorry. Please. If the (laughs) Quebec leader becomes prime minister... Yes. (laughs) They just... Are gonna secede
1: yeah. Quebec,
0: and then that person <laughs> steps down and becomes the the prime minister of that country.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty much. Or they,
0: does that country become Canada, and everybody else have to figure out what the hell they are? Like it's a right, it's a real three D chess sort of riddle. There,
1: it, you're so right, and I love the way you say kibwek (laughs) um i i'm guessing that's what it would have to be he yeah that they would have to just become quebec the country and then it's like later losers and then we'd have to just, just have another election to decide all right well who's really running canada this time
0: i mean one i mean should everyone just vote for that for them once just to get it over with
1: Well, you know what? I think they did get really close to doing it one year when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure there was like this big vote and it was actually pretty close because I think enough of the rest (laughs) of the country was like, you know what? Go. (laughs) (laughs) We don't care. Stop bringing it up. I think I I could have this entirely wrong. Any Canadians, any true Canadians listening to this are probably like, what is this girl talking about? I just checked.
0: I just checked right now. (laughs) Eight percent of our listenership comes from Canada. And that's not just you downloading the show many times on all your devices.
1: Wow. Well, so there you go. If you're Canadian and you have thoughts on this election, please tweet at us. Hey, Julie, BB on (laughs) Twitter.com.
0: Okay. So speaking of um, slow moving, confusing (laughs) (laughs) debates and political processes that play out uh, in in a disappointing fashion. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We had a double-double eviction on Thursday night. The only thing that was double... Well, there was was a double eviction, and there was two hours worth of it. Um, Let's get into it. Um, Man. Ozza played herself.
1: (laughs) Get out the gif. A lot of people were very upset and depressed last night. And I can't relate. Because... I just You're walking on sunshine. I well, I kn- you guys, didn't we all know this was going to happen? <laughs> Where people really people were really holding on to a dream, a wish and a dream. I was not I
0: hope people had I hope people had given up on the Tiffany dream by th- Thursday, right?
1: Yeah, but then to move all of your eggs into the Hannah basket, come on. That's on you. Yeah.
0: I I have been a Hannah. Major Hannah supporter since the preseason. Since I, day one, yes. I saw that she was <laughs> she she wanted to backstab and and blindside, and and Julie even asked her about that. Yeah. Um, I thought she had spunk. Yeah, I thought she was really smart and cool. I liked her a lot, but there wasn't there wasn't a scenario, and she knew it too. There wasn't a scenario where she was really pulling this out and and like backstabbing her way to final two and pulling off a bunch of comp wins. and she got a few in there she got a hoh yeah, she totally. got a veto you know towards the end but um i i honestly don't even think it's a like it's about her and and i think it's just like it's such a weird uh, aza for the first time wins a competition this year
1: i mean i was happy and, for aza <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Because I
1: was like, ooh, finally, someone different wins something. But it's, I mean, can we really blame Aza 100%? I don't think we can. I think part of this has to do with the fact that Hannah got outplayed. Kylan, for whatever reason, made a deal with Aza. And Aza is a very honest, sticks-to-her-guns person. So she abided by that deal. Hannah could have done that too, but she didn't.
0: For sure. And it was funny because even Hannah says in the end, like, Oz has been someone who's been trying to get out Kylan for a long time. He's been number one yeah. on her list for weeks. And then all of a sudden, when we see this happen in re- and uh, we see this occur in real time where Oz is like, oh, yeah, Hannah, I'm putting you up. I have a deal with Kylan who I don't like. I was just like, and I was like, what? Yeah. And you see her soul escape her body. Yeah. yeah. Kyle. I mean, Kylan, man, he's got, you he, he ask him how he's doing, he monologues for like five minutes on <laughs> philosophy. He's got some thoughts about religion and that's how he's doing. Um, And I, I don't know. I mean, I I do not see a scenario. I do not see a scenario that isn't, X and Kai at the end, unless X wins and takes Derek F to the end.
1: Yeah, I I, And I I think Kylan
0: will take X to the end. I agree.
1: I mean, I think the most, the chances we have for the most exciting thing would be X um, backstabbing Kylan and choosing to take, yeah, Derek F or I don't think anyone's going to take Aza, but if it was Aza to the end. That's, that's our biggest chance for anything dramatic coming up. Because otherwise, yes, it's very clear. Kylan, for what I think this is kind of like lame. Kylan really wants to take X because he wants to show that he can beat the best. And I'm like, you know how you show that you can beat the best? Uh, vote them out By stabbing them in yeah. the heart before they get to the final step. Yeah, then they're clearly not the best because you got them out at Final Four or whenever. Ky- Kylan has
0: $100,000 in student loans. Kylan was underserved carnitas at at Chipotle at least three times. I mean...
1: How much value he lost? <laughs> this man has seen adversity. And he should take he that He could have made a chocolate
0: cookie shake at home, but he elected to pay money to buy it. When he goes on vacations, he brings a tub of cookies. <laughs> And
1: then he had the cake pops.
0: You talk about like some, some of the most expensive substances on the world, like in the world, like on a per volume basis. It's like gasoline. <laughs> yes. Prince or ink. Gold. Cookie dough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tub of cookie dough is just such a great, great little phrase. I bet, you know, once he loses to he's gonna be crying into that cup tub of Kokido. So
0: I, I actually, I watched, I watched it late. I mean, I'm on the West coast too. So unless I'm like hacking the planet, I, I, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to watch the the live version on the East coast. Right. And I, so I ended up finding out who was evicted, who the second, uh, that Hannah was the, the final uh, eviction of the night. Um. Before I watched the episode, but I didn't know the who or the what. Or like I didn't know who the Hoh was. I didn't know how, who won the veto. I just saw the final results, and it gets to this final two thing with AZA and, and X. I'm like, well, X clearly is about to win Hoh, and I'm like, whoa, Azza wins. And it was the same reaction that Derek X has when he's watching the HOH comp, like the circus spinny HOH comp with Claire. And he's like, whoa, you went out on Tiffany's HOH. Mm -hmm. And I know you have this, you, you made this point. She's, Oz is a straight shooter. You know, she sticks to her guns. She made this deal with Kai. who She doesn't really like that much. (laughs) I mean, we all like each other, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's only five people left in the game. If you, are wrong here and you are you literally like AZA literally she puts up these two and the and the veto plays out and she literally has her two closest al- allies on the block during a double eviction Derek F and Hannah it's like how how badly have you misplayed probably the one HOH you're going to get all season Where it ends with your two closest allies up on the block, and not by virtue of some coin flip or some roulette thing. Sometimes people send their closest allies home. Sometimes their closest allies end up on the block as a result of just such wonky gameplay. Or it's like, ooh, the snake of temptation has come and bit Kylan on the ankle. Or, like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was, like, wild that, like... I don't know, is just having a, like, Hello Darkness, my old friend <laughs> moment.
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing about Aza. When I think about it, she doesn't really have any actual allies. I, I imagine. F, Derek F. is ready to stab her ass. She, he, he, does not he doesn't want, want girls in the game. He doesn't like <laughs> girls in the game. <laughs> and Hannah was always, uh, like, Tiffany's buddy. Not so much with aza like aza didn't even think hannah was in the cookout for the first like couple huh, of yeah. weeks so who did she have she had Brittany, oh, and that yeah. was a while ago and since <laughs> then she just hasn't really she had like her little crush on xavier but then she gets mad at him every once in a while and it's just like who is she really playing with in this game no one
0: I kind of, well, because Derek It was funny too, Julie's like, congratulations To the cookout, she has this kind of extended Conversation with all of them, and she asked them Each a question, and She said, oh, you know How hard was it for each of you to say goodbye To your partner, you know, Hannah For, for Derek X, and so on And she mentioned all of the partners And she doesn't mention Derek F's partner Frenchy <laughs>
1: Frenchie feels so long ago I mean, can we talk, wait, speaking of things that feel so long ago, let's talk about the jury segment
0: I know, well I just want to make this final point that Derek loses Frenchie and America loses Frenchie in week two right? and then Brittany leaves what feels like months ago, literally during the jury segment, I was like, what is her name again? (laughs) Uh, So I just felt that to answer your question from a couple minutes ago like Frazier and Ozza were kind of tight. I just feel like every time I turn on the feeds, or look, like the two of them are just sitting in in the same spot. Yeah. Like he's on the weird couch and she's on the bed, and they're just always they're just attached at the hip. And they don't, especially since they kind of don't. They haven't had their partners for so long in this game. Um, I kind of thought of them as close, I, even though we know that Derek's all, uh, allegiances to the men and he hates women. He's a he man woman hater. So yeah, yes. I know, that's why I I thought that. Uh but yeah, let's talk about the jury segment. Sarah well, Beth was there.
1: Sa- Sarah Beth, remember her? <laughs> you won't believe what she looks like now. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sarah Beth, I thought came across great, honestly, because um she's the one who actually put it together. I sounded like Bobcat Goldwaite there. <laughs> don't you think? Ah, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> She's the one who actually put it together. <laughs> um, and and I thought she was just very um, articulate in se- talking oh, about yeah. like, here's what it is. Here's why I support them. But here's also why I feel Kylan wronged me in a personal way. Um, so I I thought she came across great. <laughs> is also, I mean, sorry, is Sarah Beth, because I was thinking about the evictions, is Sarah Beth the only... And there haven't been a lot of female HOHs but the only female HOH who evicted a male cuz she got out Derek Derek X.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: Cuz Tiff got out Claire.
0: Claire also got, got out, out Hannah. Yeah, Claire got out um
1: um what's her name? <laughs> Wait, no. Uh who did Claire get out?
0: No, Claire, because Claire was a secret HR. She got out Sarah Beth.
1: Oh, yes. Claire got yeah. out Sarah Beth. Yeah. So it all kind of tracks. Just a fun fact. I love fun facts. <laughs> For the season. Um, yeah. So Sarah Beth showed up and they all finally figure it out. Uh, Claire shows up and everyone's shocked, especially when she tells them that Tiffany evicted her. <laughs> But they're all, and I knew this would happen. They're all surprised but they put it together and they all support it. They're not bitter. <laughs> I didn't, I, there was no way. The only person who's going to be bitter on this jury if they get a the jury is Derek F.
0: I think, well, I think Derek F is going to have, uh, oh, Derek F. F. Did you say Derek F? Frazier, F? Okay, sorry. Frazier. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Big D. Um, it seemed like Sarah. Sarah B was actually a bit, a bit irked.
1: Irked by Kylan, for sure.
0: Don't trust men. Um, yeah. you know, I think Claire, you know, I, her and Claire are in very similar situations. You know, and Claire were in a much more she didn't get stabbed in the back, she got stabbed in the front. And okay. um I don't know, Sarah and we've talked about this a few weeks ago. Sarah Beth is just weird. Yeah, she seems like a, again. She seems like a doll in a movie, of a scary movie about <laughs> a doll. Mm-hmm. So she has this like very sweet. She's so sweet on the exterior. Like, oh my god, it's, it's like she possessed by some sort of demon. Is she a con in the Conjuring universe? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like she's was quite upset with you know, like didn't really know going forward how she felt about Kyland in a way that I think Claire didn't have that with
1: No, uh, Claire, Tiffany. totally. And Tiffany
0: wasn't ultimately extremely truthful about what was going on, but I think she was truthful enough that Claire understood in a way that maybe Kyland was not at all.
1: Right. Um, well, Tiffany also had to be because she was the one putting her up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I, I get from Sarah Beth's perspective, because I think her whole thing was that Kylan told her a lot of lies that, or what she thinks are a lot of lies that were just not necessary, even, like, to move the game forward. Like, it sounded like there were a lot of personal things that she thinks are lies in there. I don't know. I don't know. But...
0: I think that's going to be an interesting question should anyone ask it on finale night. And sometimes we've talked about how many of the, the finale night questions are like often toothless or like pre-written or have nothing to do with the the person asking the question. Um, I, I would hope someone asks, listen, all of us figured it out what was going on, um, you know, and especially, you know by Hannah and Tiffany being in, in that house now in <laughs> Malibu or wherever they are. Yeah. Like, I hope one of the people who we saw tonight asks, okay, we saw what happened. We're really impressed with what happened. We commend the strategy, but can you guys defend your, you know, this say X is there. Alyssa can ask this question. Can you defend your basically keeping the strategy a secret and yeah, in doing so really, really each of you other than Derek F really hurting the feelings of, of the, of the person you were kind of closest to in the, in that game when you could have just said, Hey, this is my Alliance. And, and part of that is the strategy, but I, I'll be, I'd be interested to know what, what, you know, the final two's answer to that, is because I don't think ultimately there really will be a better jury, but there were definitely some like bridges semi burned by, by how the strategy played out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's hard to say. Cause it's <laughs> like this, this whole season just feels so, I don't think premeditated is the right word, but just like very hashtag of course. Like, of yeah. course. And That's we I'm have the luxury bitch. of watching it from the outside. So we have all the details and we see everything, right? But I'm just like, yeah, of course, this is what happened. And of course, this person did this. Of course, this is what they chose to do. Some of the choices have befuddled me. Like the intricate, very intricate lies for no reason when you really could just be at a certain point. You can just tell Alyssa, hey, guess like what? Like Alyssa's
0: like, there's nobody there. Who are you going to yeah. tell
1: but well, I also I was thinking about this I really liked that Julie gave them their moment in the sun and yeah asked them all a question was very um, very deliberate about call- talking about how historic the cookout is as an alliance I thought that was great I do kind of think that the cookout missed opportunities to be a little more fun in the way that they did things <laughs> like I saw someone tweet I think it was a tweet Someone, someone tweeted like Someone should have said when evicting Alyssa, like, Alyssa, you're not invited to the cookout. Goodbye. (laughs) Like something, something to make it like, that's the problem. Of course it was a historic season and, um, you know, great for that reason. But it was not a good season in terms of a TV show where there's entertainment (laughs) to be considered.
0: That's why I am ultimately a bit, Like, I think, I don't know, in my brain, I think Derek, I'm sorry, I think uh, Xavier will win. Yes. But part of me is, like, cannot get out that sort of, of course, Mm. philosophy out of my brain. And I'm like, I think we're, like, really careening towards Kyle and winning because, of course. Like, doesn't he seem like the... (laughs)
1: The winner of this season. Just the winner of this
0: season. He has this... Yeah, It's like, it's so technically proficient, but so unbearable (laughs) and boring to watch at the same time. I'm like, he is really the emblem... He's really just like the icon, the symbol of this season. And it's like,
1: yeah, of of course. You know what? You're so right. And it really was written in the first week when Kylan went from being on the block to HOH and... With his hoh, completely erased any chaos <laughs> oh, no.
0: that Frenchie
1: could have potentially given us. Instead, the, it was a season of hour-long one-on-ones with every single player. Every time there was an hoh, everyone had to have their one-on-ones. It was it was very very boring, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Kylan's fault probably. He set the tone. Oh wait, no. Did he win second HOH or was it Xavier?
0: No, it was Kylan, I believe. Yeah, yeah it was Kylan. I thought he I went from the know.
1: block to the HOH room. But um
0: to the, to the I, block room to the board went. Room. This is a
1: small thing, but like the HOH competition that Ozzy won was so bad. <laughs> it was roll a ball onto a patch of grass. And I didn't really pay attention to the rules when she when Julie first explained them. So I just saw them like rolling the balls and the balls weren't, you know, they were flying over the edge. And I was like, wait, what is this? Like, <laughs> what are they yeah, doing? Yeah, well, it took like, they had 10
0: tries and they both, both of them whiffed the first five tries. It wasn't until the second half of it that like, they even got the touch right.
1: Yeah, it was like, I was like, okay, so they throw the balls over. Then do they have to go run and grab them and do something else with them it was so weird visually to watch
0: do we have anything else to talk about from Thursday we have an episode tonight which I'm absolutely not watching that is insane At least, I'm not watching it tonight because no. of the Emmys
1: also the, the Emmys the Kaminsky method has one <laughs> enough <laughs> the Emmys need to get out of here we do not care. I can't um, believe there's Emmys. I It's like the Emmys are truly the Canadian election of awards shows because no. I had no idea they were happening. <laughs> I
0: would say the Grammys is closer.
1: Yeah, the Grammys as well. You're right. You're right. The Emmys
0: are like an, an American midterm election. Um, I, we, so nothing else from Thursday. We'll, we'll talk a bit about who won HOH. We have a number of Big Brother questions. I have two things that I need to talk about. Okay. We need to go back to Wacky Island for a minute.
1: Okay, please.
0: Two things. One, <laughs> Fox has a new te- a new singing con- <laughs> competition show, and it's called Alter Ego. The judges are Nick Lachey, mm-hmm. Grimes, Will I Am, and Alanis Morissette, and the contestants are wearing a like avatar ping pong ball suit in a different room, and they sing and they, uh, it's like a mix between the masked singer and the voice. Cause you don't know what people look like. Right. And they look like, like a weird, sexy alien. And then when they talk, but <laughs> you know, they're like, I feel more, most comfortable. I look so, you know, people make fun of the way that I look and now I can truly let my voice, you know, speak for itself or whatever. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for this? How do you feel?
1: So, <laughs> um, I just get caught up on Grimes <laughs> because <laughs> has there been a woman in pop culture who has been so clearly duped? Life, I'm just going to say it, life ruined by a man more so <laughs> than Grimes in our current pop culture landscape. Let With me count so, the ways. I don't know. Let oh, me yeah. Count oh, the ways. Please
0: count them. Yes.
1: Before Grimes got with Elon Musk, she was seen as, like, this cool, with the people, (laughs) pro-union.
0: Alternative. She's got funny hair. She's got a cool look.
1: Yeah, cool look. She's like an alien. She's not your mom's
0: pop star. (laughs)
1: Yeah. She's for us kids. She had cred. She had such cred. She was doing things on her own. She was touring the world, probably. I don't know. I I really was not familiar with her music. I just knew that people... I'm still not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not either. But I knew that people knew and loved and respected. That's the key word. Respected Grimes, okay? <laughs> then Elon Musk comes around. And here's what he did. He impregnated her. <laughs> gave the child... I mean, maybe this is her. Gave the child a name that still no one knows what it is. But, you know, great to be creative. Um, didn't marry her. So they're not married. And I'm not saying this out of a puritanical. I don't think people need to get married. But I will say, when you're a Canadian living in America and only and having a child by an, a, I believe, I think he's, no, he's also, South African he's by African birth. And birth, I believe. Canadian, I think, but I'm sure he has, if not citizenship, a green card. I'm sure he's like in the States permanently.
0: I mean, I'm sure you can buy a green card.
1: Well, this is what I'm saying. You're you're dating, you're just BFGF with a billionaire. Come on, lock it down in a marriage. Get he should he should put a ring on it and if not because if not only for the money yes
0: oh no i got okay. i got the uh, i got the citizenship question for elon
1: okay if not only for the money then because it might make it easier for you to get your green card i saw grimes on the met on the met gala and she said she doesn't have it yet <laughs> she's having a tough time it's
0: hard it's backed up
1: <laughs> it is um, backed up But I'm sure if she married him, he could help out a little bit. Call some ambassadors.
0: Yeah. um, Or just buy a rocket ship.
1: He ruined her life. She has one. He has ruined her Uh, life.
0: He was born with South African and Canadian citizenship and he became a U.S. citizen in 2002. There you
1: go. So not only, not only could he help her because if they got married, then that's an easier way for her to get a green card. She's probably doing it through like I don't know, proving that she's a great, like bringing a lot to the American system, which I'm sure in her way she is, but that's harder. I have a question. Yes.
0: Do you know how many children Elon Musk has?
1: I think like, I'm going to say seven.
0: He he has had seven. One of his children passed away, but he has Mm. has six living children.
1: That's okay. I thought
0: this was his first, I thought he was like in love for the first time. No. I didn't know that he has like a bunch of like oh adults God. running around right. being like, Dad, I
1: need the Costco card. Elon Musk is a notorious woman's life ruiner. Okay. Oh,
0: I mean, of course, he's rich. And look, <laughs> he looks like a Bond villain. And he is a Bond villain. I'm he is, sure he is, his, but I don't know.
1: I, his ex-wife wrote a piece, I think it was for Al, that was like, Here's how canceled, Elon bud. Musk <laughs> ruined my life.
0: <laughs> we're going to get our show review bombed into the fucking whatever planet Elon wants to go to.
1: I know. I Anyways. know. He's a he's not a good enemy to have cuz he's got Do you have any thoughts fans? on alter ego? <laughs> I just have to say, I, you know, Grimes, blink if you need help because yeah. <laughs> you have now you have a show that will be on every Wednesday, so just let us know I know that things are tough right now.
0: This show just is such a wild idea. And it's like we're just truly living in in I hate when people make this joke because it's not a joke, but like this this was like literally like a a concept in Black Mirror. Like what what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: Well, here's what I'll say. Honestly, and I know you I know you tweeted that your your tweet flopped. (laughs) Your tweet. My response to the
0: tweet. (laughs) Well, here's but you want to
1: know why I think. <laughs> why I think it flopped. What? My honest thoughts. Because yeah, hey. I just don't think this show is actually as crazy as The mass Singer. I think the Masked it's not, Singer. I, mean, already, it's where we are. I think The Masked Singer already set the bar. So I don't think this is such a huge leap from that that people are that excited. You know? So that's why I think it's just like it hasn't made a big splash the way mass Singer has. It's just more of a fizzle.
0: I just know on Sunday, I turn on my television to watch football for 10, 12 hours, however long I do. Yeah. And like the first commercial break, there's like Avatar aliens seeing <laughs> and I'm like, what the
1: fuck? I know. And Grimes is there. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is crazy. It is crazy, but it would, it would make more of a splash and be more, ex- and people would be talking about it more if masks Masked Singer didn't exist.
0: Okay. So my second thing. Yeah. This is this is a hot button subject.
1: Ooh.
0: Are you aware of the plot of the movie Cinderella, parentheses, 2021?
1: <laughs> I'd love to hear it.
0: <laughs> it's the same Cinderella story you know and love. Yes. She's poor girl. She's got evil stepsisters. She wants to go to the dance, but she can't. Yeah. Then she can. Then her friends get turned into pumpkins. Then her friends get turned into horses and she loses her shoe. But
1: yeah. She does lose that shoe.
0: It is 2021. There is all the Grimes is, Grimes is a television celebrity. Like everything's changed. She doesn't really need no man to like, her goal is she wants to be a girl boss (laughs) and she wants to open up her own shop where she sells dresses. Right. And like, this is the. I didn't watch this movie. I read. I was told about this, and I read the Wikipedia. But hey, I'm a man here.
1: <laughs> My
0: opinion is not needed,
1: <laughs>
0: not necessary,
1: and I, yet, <laughs>
0: and yet, here we go. We're deep in the pot. No one's listening anymore. I much like. I admire. Applaud. And got emotional watching the cookout make history last mm-hmm. week. Yes. I understand, you know, starting with, with some movies like in that frozen era, like maybe five, six years ago, the need to zag against hundreds of years of fairy tale history and writing where it's always like, she needs to fall in love with a man
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) to be like a
0: human being or whatever. It's like, she's literally not a human being until she turns into a man, but she doesn't have a voice. I very much understand the hundreds of years that led to like, maybe we do fairy tale stories where like, it's not about getting married. Maybe it's about the relationship between two sisters, or maybe it's about like, you know, this woman blazing a career path for herself. It's just, wild now that and for I want to bring up the Cinderella movie specifically because like two months before this movie came out there started to be an ad running for Amazon Mm
1: -hmm.
0: where it was Rapunzel she's the one with long hair right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: She's in her she's in her little tower Mm -hmm. brushing her hair Why, why why am I stuck up here? And then she's like Wait a minute! I got a cell phone. I'm gonna go to the Amazon app and buy a ladder, and then buy some sewing machines, and then buy this. Oh. And then she starts. Rapunzel starts her own business. And Rapunzel, who was trapped, she's out of there, but she's back in there because she's she's a girl boss. She's running her own right. shit out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and then two months later, there is a fairy tale movie, w- which is the same plot. Like, is this not? But the first one wasn't. An ad for the other one—they're just like this is a theme of all of our Amazon's media is like girl bosses, and oh, it's yes. just like girl bossing Mad Libs into fairy tales, and just the coincidence of that clearly not a coincidence. It like the aliens singing on the commercial for for Fox's <laughs> alter ego. Yeah, I just saw this and I was like, what's going on? Am I am I too old? Do I not get it?
1: I don't, I agree. There is something in the water. Some ad agency was like, this is what we all must do. Take fairy tales and make them 2021. The girl has a small business and she is running things. Live, laugh, love. And she doesn't need a man. It is weird. It's like, at a certain point, why do we need the fairy (laughs) tale? Why do we need this origin story even at all? Just have a girl with long hair start a business.
0: I am Um, not advocating for like, we need to go back and make it about real traditional family values. That
1: sucks. No that but it absolutely the thing. sucks.
0: but it was just wild that this flip switch and now everything is about like everybody's got to own their own business and be an influencer even yes, yes. even the little mermaid like a, a live-action little mermaid is coming out right right I don't know you know they're doing the same thing that Lion King and Beauty and the Beast. And it's like, all right well you know yeah she d- she doesn't want to meet Prince Eric. she's like wants to start a kayaking business.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, here's what I'll say about at least Cinderella that particular fairy tale. The thing about Cinderella is that she's, like, a really nice girl. She just has a really bad circumstance.
0: Is she like Harry Potter.
1: Yeah, well, and that was always sort of, like, to me, that was always the story, which is that even though she gets treated so poorly, she never lets that turn her from, like, the lovely, sweet, helpful girl that she is she rises above it to me that's the story it is a story about inner strength and then she's rewarded at the like in the middle and at the end with the fairy godmother and the great outfit and finding true love and I don't I don't really think that's that bad I don't (laughs) No, like, I, mean, I don't think she and, needs. I mean, yeah, if she starts her own business, like okay, <laughs>
0: but like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't, but, I didn't watch this movie. No, it's like weird Cinderella, Moulin Rouge thing where they're just like, "Hey, Cinderella, how do you feel? Back streets, back, all right." <laughs> I, and you know what? Like maybe it's a better comment about like you know coming from a place like a lack, like not having, not having wealth. You're some stepchild sweeping the floors at Adina Menzel's fancy shop or whatever. (laughs) And like, maybe it's a commentary about like, well, about class and about like forging your own path and starting your own business in the face of adversity. So I'm not trying to like shit on any of this. I just thought thought it was funny, just the details of it. And then Amazon also had a separate ad campaign for something different. They're just like, sign up for Amazon. Well, With the same sort of beats to it.
1: It's funny that Amazon's doing it, first of all. And as I tweeted to you, like, or not tweeted, as I texted to you, like... Oh, what? So Cinderella opens a shop and has all the mice working for below minimum wage. And then if she finds out they're trying to unionize, she busts their asses. Yeah, she (laughs) she
0: opens a shop and then Amazon looks at the the data of what they sell and then they make a similar product and put Cinderella's (laughs) shop out of business.
1: Exactly. It's just rich. And also it's just, there's also the overall like making money is not, A better thing than finding love, it's not (laughs) like being being a boss or like whatever. Like if she becomes a landlord, (laughs) like is that the next (laughs) phase of this? Is not better than like being vulnerable and falling in love. And that's my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's like all right, ladies, all right, girls, you don't need to fall in love with a man. Like you are not validated by having a man love you. But what you do need is to kick people out on the street
1: <laughs> yeah. if they don't pay rent. What you do need is an Amex Platinum card. And you're a piece of shit if you never <laughs> become a CEO of your own business. And like it, like mad to me. And if you don't buy this kind of car and if you don't like it, it's going down a different path now where I'm like, mm, I don't think this is particularly mm-hmm. healthier.
0: I don't know, man. What a great
1: know. i'm so glad you brought that up and now i think we have some questions yes and we do. thoughts to get to okay i want to start with and i'm not sure really how to answer <laughs> this but i wanted to put this to the listeners as well so that they can think on it it's from one river mike question for the pod do you agree that the conceit oh wait no sorry this is not this is not it so sorry we will get to that. Sorry, One River this Mike.
0: Is, We're never going to answer that Well, this that is question. also
1: from from One River, <laughs> River Mike. It's a thought experiment request. That's why I was like, I'm not sure how to answer it. Uh, celebrity Big Brother. But only half of the guests are actual celebrities. The other half are made up of oh, super yeah. fans of the celebrities. One for each. Everyone is still playing for charity. So that's a thought experiment that, you know, do it yourselves in your car, uh, on your walks. While you're prepping dinner. What would happen? Would it be entertaining? Possibly. I actually think the fans should be playing for money, not charity.
0: Yeah, if a fan wins, they get money if a celeb wins. They also, get
1: I know charity. I know neither of us watched. Um, but from Matt May 81, everyone gets excited for Zingbot, but what about the return of Chris to Joseph?
0: Did Joseph was back on Sunday. You missed it.
1: <laughs> I missed it. He was it. in
0: a chicken suit and he was like <laughs> The theme of the HOH competition was like Eve. It was BB Comics Week. So he was like evil supervillain chicken. Yeah. And it was the one where they had to roll the eggs up the, the yes, thing and drop them and roll them down the, the thing. chicken
1: wire. Yeah. Um, and
0: he's just like, it's Joseph. So he's at fucking 14 <laughs> out of 10. And he's in a giant chicken outfit. His face is painted yellow. And he's wearing like a crazy like lab coat or whatever and he's like excellent I've got you caught in my lair and the best part about it is that all the contestants were watching and they were completely stone faced like they were like there is literally nothing funny about the bit this guy is doing right now and that was the best part it's like we got him on for like four minutes this year and the contestants are like what? <laughs> is this is like a joke. They weren't into they it. Just did. It was, they just they did didn't not appreciate. Think it was you know, funny great artists was...
1: sometimes aren't appreciated during their lifetimes. You know what yeah, I like Gogh You know what I say? I don't care about De Niro. Get me to Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, now the question from One River Mike: Do you agree? <laughs> Do you agree?
0: Such a good line.
1: That the conceit of 16 people being locked in a space for 100 days, cut off from the outside world, has generally lost its wow factor and become a small background plot. What, if anything, could revitalize or top it? I do, actually. I do think it has become, uh, it's become very boring. I, they, they do need to mix it up. They try with these twists, but the twists are really bad. Yeah, I mean, I
0: think something. I mean, maybe just make. I mean, I said this last week on the show, just like, why does this need to be one week and three hours long? Yeah. Why? Like, can't you just play out a sort of round of the show in like three days instead and maybe make, maybe make like a 90 minute episode once a week or, you know, I don't know, or every few days? It's just like, especially in a week where like, Nothing happens. We're like, Kylan wins veto on his own HOH week and does nothing. It's like, what What are we watching for? You know, especially if there's not even going to be like funny segments and stuff. I don't know. It's like,
1: the you know, being, an episode
0: like Wednesday, it's just like, all right, nothing happens. Yeah. You,
1: there's something about what, like them being cut, cut off from the real world is like simultaneously boring because it, it's... It's what, it's what a lot of react, like the bachelor and bachelorette, I think they're not also not allowed to have contact, you know, it's like standard pr- operating procedure for a lot of shows. It's simultaneously boring, but also like could be very interesting. Cause like they're in this, it's one of the few places where, yeah, you really don't know. You don't have access to a phone. You don't know what the fuck is going on in the outside world. I feel like they should send them little like tidbits and they should yeah, be like, or have
0: a competition where it's like what uh, celebrity just died.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, or like, yeah, two truths and a lie and then let them fight about it for a week or I don't know. Yeah. There is something they could do with that. I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but it is, it's a very unique thing, a very unique experience to be so cut off from the world for such a long time and have it be filmed. And, there's got to be potential there that someone smarter than me yeah, you're can right. figure out.
0: I just think there is a potential there and it's just kind of being untapped unless there's like, unless there's like a world pandemic and they're like, the season is
1: over, please go yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Um, Sir Duke said, I hope you're as gravely disappointed with last night as we are. I mean, here's the honest, honest to goodness truth. I'm not disappointed because I didn't have my hopes up. I think you guys should have tempered your expectations a little more. <laughs> I tweeted this, but like, welcome to Big Brother. It's all, it. if every past season has been a, or not every, but most of the past couple seasons have been any indication, yeah, it sucks at the end. Um, BB fan 022, who do you want to win at this point? Who do I want to win? Ozza. Because <laughs> it'd be the only surprising thing. Um, Honestly, at I, this
0: point, now, Derek F., because he has the least chance. Like,
1: yeah.
0: he hasn't won a thing. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, if he gets to the end with, and that's, here's our next question from the saboteur BP. What are the odds we end up with a Big D and Flopza final <laughs> two? That's the saboteur. I did not call her Flopza. Uh, what are the odds? 0%. And Big D now has like, should Ozzy get to the end? She's at least one an HOH here. Big D has done nothing.
1: Yeah, he's truly done nothing. So that would be a shocking finale. That would be kind of amusing.
0: Oh, speaking of, during the second eviction on Thursday, it's Big D up against Hannah and Kylan goes in and it's like, hey, Kylan, who do you vote for? And Kylan's like, oh, Big D has just done so much that people don't know about. Right. It's like, what? We that, got the feeds, bro. <laughs> yeah. We see he's napping all day. He's got like the glasses with the fake eyes open on them. And that's just what he does all day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I haven't watched feeds in a long time, but I'm pretty sure Derek F has not suddenly like taken his mask off <laughs> Mission Impossible 2 style to suddenly reveal someone who's really playing. But I will say in, in Derek F's defense, I think he has a really, really, I've said this before, strong social game. And that is honestly often very underrated when people look at gameplay in Big Brother. So even though he doesn't have the strategy, even though he doesn't have the comp wins, his social game is clearly good enough. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, it could be just like a pure social.
1: People like people like having him around. Um, except Tiffany, I guess. I had some issues with it, but anyway. <laughs> um, Mini Cthulhu, love this question. Should they introduce a house pet again? We need to house, we need to keep the house guests busy with something while a large alliance steamrolls the house. Yes, and when I first read this, I thought it said while a large alligator steamrolls out. <laughs> That'd be so fun if you just release like different animals into the house every week, it'd be like Jumanji. Yeah,
0: and I think they should be weird, like a dog or a cat. Fine. Like let's get a weird fun. thing in there. Yeah. Let's get a monkey.
1: Yeah, let's get a it's Monkey's
0: to be very hard to so like they're quite intelligent creatures. That, you know.
1: Let's get a bunny. It's not just
0: like a dog. I have a dog. My dog sleeps 20 hours a day.
1: Yeah, if it's a dog, it has to be a very high energy dog, like a corgi. <laughs> and it's like they try to chase it and he keeps running away from them.
0: <laughs> yeah, get a weird just get a weird Get like a a very mean bird.
1: Yes. Although I have a soft <laughs> a spider birds now. A
0: large spider
1: yeah a huge spider just any like creatures yeah a snake snake? oh
0: Ooh, backstabbing someone's a snake in this game
1: exactly and then a non-bb question (laughs) what's your favorite type of donut i love this i personally i feel very strongly about this i prefer cake donuts And I like a chocolate glazed cake donut. Or if I'm going to donut plant in New York City, the Tres Leches donut. Or if it's fall, an apple cider donut.
0: Yeah, you got to go with chocolate donut.
1: Mm -hmm. But yeast or cake, Brett?
0: What's the difference?
1: Oh, my God. Yeast is like bready and cake is cakey. Yeasts are usually the ones that are oh, dipped, okay oh
0: yeah 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 okay. whereas
1: cake is all, um, all over flavor
0: oh i see i see um
1: so like um munchkins are cake pretty much all cake donuts
0: <laughs> i don't know um yeah I, yeah I guess probably a cake donut yeah yes. cake donut
1: okay good um, we have the same answer um who from being loud who's a bigger idiot <laughs> Skyland or Aza?
0: (laughs) I started laughing like 10 minutes ago in the pod just because I saw this question. You were talking, I was just just like, um, I just started uh, breaking up, cracking up. Um, Who's a bigger
1: idiot? Um, It's a question. I don't want to call
0: anybody an idiot.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Um,
0: I would say Aza played herself this week.
1: I just don't think that, I really don't think she played herself that badly because I don't think she's going anywhere anyway.
0: I think the interesting thing this year is just like the failure of people to identify (laughs) who the best like people to be around them are for like the remainder of the season. And Tiffany was in a Tiffany was in an impossible situation because people are upset at her. If she took Claire, She was going to get voted out instantly anyways. Her only option was to get out Claire because then there was a chance she would have won HOH or Hannah would have won HOH. If she, you know, got out Kylan or whatever, like, I think there was, she was going to probably be evicted at the same spot.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then she would have to deal with like the narrative being, oh, we almost had an yeah. all black six, final six, except for Tiffany screwed it yeah. up. And none of them wanted that. That would be horrible. Um, so I really don't blame them. Um,
0: but I will say for the, yeah, Tiffany, I, I think her situation is very different. And I I honestly don't think she made the bad move. I think honestly, that was the most sort of like dramatic move of the season because it didn't really have, I, I didn't think it really had like much of a strategic fallout, but a, but a sort of a dramatic and emotional one it did. I don't know. Like, Asa, it's like, what are you doing, making a deal with Kylan, who you don't like, who yeah. you've had many opportunities because you has been <laughs> HOH a few times to be like, "I'm coming after you next." Bud. I think it's
1: just because someone made a deal with I, her. I mean, yeah,
0: I don't know, but it's like, just to sort of see, like, all right, there's clearly a guys versus girls thing here, and you're gonna get out. You're gonna get put a position, be put in a position after Tiffany leaves to have. um to have Hannah leave. So I don't know. I, I thought it was just a, she, yeah, Oz only got one really shot to make a power move in this game. And it was just yeah. a kind of, kind of a whiff.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm
0: interested in the, in your answer to the next question. Okay. Our final question.
1: Final question from Jersey fresh one three one Oh, have you watched malignant? It's insane. It's <laughs> insane. Um, I've heard great things. I actually really want to see it. It's a horror movie directed by James Wan. Uh, I love horror. And it's all, you know, it's pretty much spooky season. So I'm definitely ready. Oh, it is. I'm ready to see it. Um, So I'm going to, I haven't yet, but I'd love to. So thank you for reminding me.
0: Too scary for me. (laughs) I don't see scary movies. I was just (laughs) interested because I know you're a big scary movie fans. Yeah. So maybe yeah. maybe we'll have a malignant review next week
1: we should well James Bond he did like Conjuring Insidious Saw he's big time so it's very exciting
0: I saw Saw 1 mm-hmm. it was alright it was good it was fine yeah. it wasn't that scary
1: can you believe the new Saw stars Chris Rock
0: <laughs> that came out like 800 years ago
1: no it came out like last year come on time <laughs> isn't moving at such a pace Guys, thank you so much for all of your questions and comments. When we ask for them and throughout the week, we have some great talks over on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. And you can always email us too, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Oh, that's it. I I have to say, it is very funny that the less we talk about Big Brother, the longer these episodes become.
0: <laughs> hey, and next week, next week, we are going to talk about... and. A week's worth of big brother and the first episode of Survivor Season 41. It's happening.
1: Strap in. It is gonna, it's gonna be, be a so Julie Jess episode. Get in here, guys! <laughs> All right.
0: This trap, I got nothing for you. Go back to count.
1: <laughs> Spicy chicken nachos.
0: <laughs> Applebee's. Applebee's is coming back. They got that song. And they're gonna make Jeff sing the Applebee song. <laughs>
1: Please, I hope so. <laughs> Bye, Julie.
0: Bye, Julie.